Hey Fairfax, Happy New Year. It's Andrea and Jerissa here. We just have a few short announcements that we would like to share with you guys. Small groups are launching this month during the week of the 23rd. Joining a small group is an amazing way to get connected with others while studying God's word. I have loved being in a small group because it has led to some of the amazing friendships that I have made. We want you all to get connected, so go to our church's website to sign up. Fairfax, save the date for February 24th because we are launching the Emotionally Healthy Spirituality course. We are so excited to be launching this course. If you or someone you know is looking to grow deeper in their relationship with God or grow in discipleship with others, then this is the perfect course for them. You can find out more information on our website and we'll be sharing more information soon, so stay tuned. We want to be a church that engages in all types of questions that we face in today's cultural context. And our next opportunity to do so is coming up at the end of the month. So mark your calendars for January 29th because you're invited to a discussion and lecture led by best-selling author Philip Yancey on God's science in the pandemic. You can find out more information about this on our website. Good morning, Fairfax, and Happy New Year to everyone. My name is Kyle. If you don't know me, I am one of the pastors on staff, and it is truly an honor to be with you this morning. I spend most of my time with our students um, over in the hangar and HMS, our middle school ministry. But this morning, I get the chance to hang out with you guys and talk about something that's really important to me. And as you can tell, I am not at the church this morning. I am here at Union Market in DC and I thought it would be a great place for us to talk about what I want to talk about today and that is our hearts. As you approach 2022, you probably have all kinds of goals, right? You have some things you want to accomplish, some things that you want to do with your life in this coming year. I was scrolling through social media the other day, which can be a dangerous thing, but as you can imagine, a lot of people were posting stuff about setting goals for 2022. And I came across three different posts that I thought were interesting from people who are friends of mine. One of them said this, it said bluntly, I don't find hope in a new calendar year. I just follow God as I go along every year. Another said the secret to getting off to a good 2022 is to get up every day at 6 a.m. and get in the word. And the third post that I saw said this, the best way to get off to a fresh start and to a good start is to be honest with yourself. Now, actually, I find a lot of wisdom in all those ideas. Actually, I'm going to take some time and think through all of those and see if maybe I can apply those to my life in 2022. But there's another place for me that I want to start that I think we have to start in order to make our 2022 just maybe a little bit better, maybe an opportunity for us to connect to God more deeply. I want to start by talking about our hearts, okay? Um, there's a great verse in Proverbs 4.23 that says this. It says, above all else, guard your heart, for everything you do flows from it. And then in Proverbs 3.5-7, through 7, it says this, trust the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, submit to him, and he will make your paths straight. Don't be wise in your own eyes. Fear the Lord and shun evil. You know, both of these verses make it clear that our hearts direct us. Scripture says, guard your heart. Scripture says, trust your heart. And there's a song and its lyrics that I want to share with you this morning. It's called, Here's My Heart. 
And I think it's important to kind of look at this because I think the words that are inspired by scripture to this song can help us to understand some truths about God, some truths about ourselves, and can help us get into the right posture in order to make 2022 amazing. If you can get our hearts in the right spot, that's the place to start. So here are the lyrics to the song that I wanna share with you, okay? It starts out and it says this, here's my heart, Lord, speak what is true. It says, I am found, I am yours, I am loved, I'm made pure. I have life, I can breathe, I am healed, I am free. Cause you are strong, you are sure, you are life and you endure. You are good, always true, you are life breaking through. Here's my heart, Lord, speak what is true. Last week, Rod talked about how we need to make room, how we need to clear space for what God is going to do next in our lives. And I wanna build on that this morning by suggesting that the place to start is by examining our hearts, knowing what to purge and what to hang on to. Let's break this down by looking at what that song inspired by scripture has to say um, about us and about God. I read this devotional this week about this idea and it kind of put it this way. It said, sharing your heart with your spouse or with your family, that's one thing, right? Most of us are pretty good about being able to do that. But sharing your heart with someone who is less connected to you, maybe a friend, well, that's a really vulnerable spot to be in because you don't know how they're gonna react, right? Maybe they'll reject you or maybe they'll look at you differently once you share what's really going on in your heart. But think about sharing what's really going on with us with God. Even though he already knows, it sometimes is really hard to do, right? Think about the idea of standing before God and saying this, here's my heart, Lord, speak what is true. Here's my heart, Lord, speak what is true. I mean, are you even willing to do that? I mean, isn't it weird that it's hard for us to even think about maybe standing before God and being that vulnerable and saying, God, here's my heart, speak what is true. Why can't we do that? What are we afraid of? Are we afraid that he will reject us or that he's too busy or that what we have to say is too big or maybe it's not big enough? Maybe you've thought that way before. We all have, right? We've all thought, should I even bring this to God or do I have the courage to stand before God and say, here's my heart, Lord, speak what is true. There's a Bible verse in Romans that I wanna share with you guys this morning that talks about how we're supposed to be a living sacrifice to God with every single thing that we are, all that we are, all that we think, all that we have, we're supposed to be a living sacrifice to what he wants for our lives. And here's what it says in Romans 12:1. Therefore, I urge you brothers and sisters in view of God's mercy to offer your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and pleasing to God. This is your true and proper worship. To offer everything to God really requires us to do something that maybe we've never done before. Author Jonathan Andre puts it this way. Andre writes this, it requires us to be honest with our friends, family, and our Father in heaven. It keeps us accountable, and while at times it may be hard or difficult to say what we're thinking out loud to God when he knows it already, it is nevertheless therapeutic for us as we are reminded that once we give our hearts, our burden becomes lighter. 
what we carry on our own can be dropped at the foot of the cross once we discover the vastness of God's love for each of us. Here's my heart, Lord. Speak what is true. I think we can have the confidence to say that, to pray that, and even to desire that when we understand who God says we are. Let's take a look at these lyrics once again more closely because they talk about who we are in God. They say this, I am found, I am yours. I am love, I'm made pure. I have life, I can breathe, I am healed, and I am free. Let me hit you with this scripture that reinforces every single one of those ideas. For the eyes of the Lord range throughout the earth to strengthen those whose hearts are fully committed to him. Second Chronicles 16, 9. God's looking for you. You are found. For we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. Ephesians 2, 10. We are his for God so loved the world that he gave his only son that whoever believes in him should not perish but have eternal life John 3:16 you are loved and Romans 5:8 says this God shows his love for us and that while we were still sinners Christ died for us what does that say it says that we are free I know that's a lot, but I wanted you to hear these scriptures because I want us in this coming year to have the confidence to say to God and to pray to God, have the desire to walk before him and say, God, here's my heart. Speak what is true. We should have the confidence to go there, to be able to say to God, here's my heart, Lord. Speak what is true. Not only because of what scripture says about us, but by what those lyrics have to say that are inspired by scripture, what those lyrics have to say about God himself. Let's take another look at those lyrics real fast. Here's what it says about God. It says, you are strong, you are sure. You are life and you endure. You are good, always true. You are life breaking through. Listen to these scriptures that reinforce those ideas. Psalm 27.1 says this, the Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the strength of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? Psalm 119, 160 says this, the sum of your word is truth and every one of your righteous rules endures forever. All these claims about God come from scripture. And I heard this thought that I thought was also beautiful. It says this, it says God's love is like the sunrise. It's always breaking through. No matter what happened the day before or the night before, we can count on God's love to break through again the next day. God is life breaking through. So we can have the confidence to say to God and to pray to God and desire to want to say to God, here's my life, Lord, speak what is true. Maybe today you're ready to do this. Maybe you're ready to make that room for God by praying that prayer, by saying, God, examine my heart. Take a look. Tell me what's clean. Tell me what's dirty. Tell me what I can do to be closer to you in this coming year. Maybe you're ready. And if you are, I encourage you to begin to pray that prayer. Here's my heart, Lord. Speak what is true. 
If you're not quite ready, let me encourage you to take a few steps starting today. Remember one of the verses that we started with today, Proverbs 4.23, it says this, above all else, guard your heart for everything you do flows from it. The first thing that I wanna encourage you to do is to fully embrace that idea that it's really important to guard your heart. There's a direct cause and effect about what we set our hearts on and how that affects our lives. Think of it this way, okay? Whenever there's an issue in someone's life, our first answer is often behavior modification, right? Counselors want us to act differently. Parents want their kids to act differently, right? Your boss wants you to work harder. And so we think God wants some better or different or right behavior from us, right? I have this friend who's an incredible baker. She makes pies, she makes cupcakes, she makes big cakes. And the other day, of course, she was doing some baking and she had this cake sitting out on the counter. It was all done, she had iced it up and she walked away. A few minutes later, she heard this noise in the kitchen and she came back in and she saw this huge bite out of the side of the cake. And then she looked down and there was her dog. And the dog had jumped up on the counter and taken a huge bite out of the cake. The dog had icing running down its face. And she's looking at this dog. And about this time, her husband comes into the room. He looks at the situation. He looks at her and he says, ah, you know what? No big deal. Just take some icing and spread it back over the top of that cake. Nobody will even notice. My friend was like, uh, no, gross. Do you know where that dog's mouth has been? We can't just put some icing over the top of the cake. It is completely contaminated now. Here's the thing. Only addressing behavior is like spreading icing over the top of a cake that has a big bite taken out from a dog and now his saliva is all over it. It doesn't really solve the problem. We've got to go to the heart. It's impossible to have a positive life if we have a negative heart. Scripture is completely clear on this. Our behavior is determined by our heart. So if you wanna change your behavior, change your heart. If you wanna repent, don't repent of your actions, repent of the heart issue that's causing the actions. Repentance won't work until you go deeper into the heart. It's possible to obey God without honoring him. We can get really good at obeying God without loving him. God wants you to be more than a good person. He wants you to worship, right? And worship starts with the heart. Start by owning that, guarding your heart. That's the defense, right? But we've gotta do more than just play defense. Think of a basketball team. If they just practice defense, they won't be very good, right? They also have to have some offense. We have to put some offense into this. There has to be some action. And that's the second thing that I wanna talk about as we finish our time together this morning. In addition to guarding your heart, you have to guide your heart. Now, what does it mean to guide your heart? It's a couple of things. It means to be in the scripture. It means to rely on the Holy Spirit. It's about revolving your life around prayer. 
Over the last nine months, my life has changed a lot because I have not missed a single day of prayer. I have made it a huge priority in my life, and it's done a couple of things. One, it's relieved me from some burdens that I have, some fears that I had about things. Just relying on God and offering that over to Him in prayer has made all the difference. And it's also opened up prayer requests to me. I believe that by trying to connect to God every single day, people have come into my life who also need me to lift them up. And it's been incredibly refreshing and really gratifying to be able to lift people up to the Lord in prayer. Another thing that we can do to guide our hearts is to spend time with people who are seeking God as well. And finally, don't trust yourself. Here's what I mean by that. Listen to Proverbs 3, 5, and 6. It says this, trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him. The book of Ezekiel talks about this idea. It says if we've given ourselves to Christ, then he gives us a new heart. So we need to turn our hearts away from the things that maybe they've been in the past. Maybe they've been sinful or maybe they've been hard. Maybe they've been selfish or callous or rebellious. And we need to guide ourselves toward the fruit of the Spirit, that work in our lives. Things like love and joy and peace and patience. Here's the thing, you guys. God has so much more for us to be and it all starts by giving our hearts over to him. Here's my heart, Lord. Speak what is true. I wanna close out our time this morning by praying two prayers. If you're there, if you're ready to give God some more space in your life for him to do something incredible in 2022, then just pray this simple prayer with me, all right? Let's pray, here it is. Here's my heart, Lord. Speak what is is true. Say it with me. Here's my heart, Lord. Speak what is true. And if you're not quite ready for that this morning, pray this prayer with me this morning. Will you pray with me? Let's pray. God, show me how to move forward. Show me how to give more of my heart to you. Lord, bring people into my life that allow me to give more of my heart over to you and to begin this journey new in this new year. Amen. Blessings, everybody. I can't wait to see you back in the building next weekend in our new and freshly renovated space. I hope the rest of your week is good. Go in peace.